Welcome to Your Business in HD. I am your host, Jen Dice, human design coach and marketing strategist for entrepreneurs. You're here because you're on a mission to create a massive impact and change the lives of others through the work that you do. And you want to do it all in a way that works for you. And that's exactly what we're talking about on this show. I'm bringing you all things human design, marketing, business, inspiring stories, and ways that you can start living your life by design so that you can create that hell yes business and life of your dreams. Let's kick things off. All right. Welcome everyone to this episode of Your Business in HD. My name is Jen Dice, human design coach and marketing strategist for entrepreneurs. Um, and I am actually super, super excited to welcome our guest to the show today. Um, she's a friend that we are connected through um, FemCity, an online women's networking organization. And um, she is a master certified life coach, law of attraction and manifestation guide. And her and I connected um, on a coffee chat recently and just have been following each other and in each other's worlds on Instagram and um, very much have similar views and similar um, methodologies in which we approach the work that we do with our clients. So I am super excited to welcome to the show today, um, Julie Allison. Julie, thank you so much for being here today. Yo, thank you for having me. This is exciting. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, so one of the things I would love to do is just have you share with the audience a little bit about you, a little bit about your journey and kind of what brought you to where you're at today in your business. Okay. So do you want me to start with my business or do you want me to start with kind of my journey? <laughs> yeah. You start with, let's start with your journey. Let's, let's walk okay. the path a little bit. Yeah. Sure. All right. So I, I think that anyone that gets to this age, I'm 48, right? usually has some stories to tell. And so my journey, I will say really started when I was 16, I became a mom. And at that time, I just had this, you know, this drive that it, I need to make this life amazing for my daughter and myself. And so there was like that fire that like started burning then. And then, so I went to nursing school. I've been a nurse for 28 years and um, graduated when I was 19. Cause I was like, we are going to have this great life. And my, my career was actually fantastic. Like I worked in, at the bedside. Then I went into um, nursing administration in a hospital for many years. And then the past 10 years, I have been a nurse executive for an electronic medical record company and um, really leading quite large teams and, you know, putting, putting together pieces of business and, and all the things and absolutely loved it. In the meantime, um, six years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer out of nowhere. It was just a routine mammogram that I uh, thank God I was having my routine mammogram. So I went through that. And so it just, all, all of these things that occurred and my, my ability to handle them and make the decisions to handle them the way I did led me to have this really amazing life, even with some of the challenges that we all face. And so, and I was, uh, I've been a mentor, whether it's a formal mentor or informal mentor to my associates, my employees, my coworkers, everyone my whole life. So I decided in um, 2020 that I, I was like, you know what? I really, that's my passion. That's what I really love to do. And um, I've got the experience and the, and the life, um, you know, lessons. And so I, I got my certification because I really felt, even though life coaching is not technically regulated, 
felt like it was important to have that certification. And, um, and then just, I decided, you know what, this is, this is what I want to do. So here I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yes. an amazing journey. And I think I share a little bit with you from that healthcare background as well, that nursing, yes. the path that you're on and how much do you, do you feel like that experience is definitely being pulled into the life coaching you do, the work that you're doing with your clients today? Right. Absolutely. And, and when I, I'll tell you more about my business in a, in a minute, mm-hmm. but the, one of the things that, that I talk about over and over, and it's really my mantra and my brand is you decide. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that that comes from my experience of making decisions and saying, I have this, what's happening to me. I might not have control of, but what I decide to do next, I do have control over. I've always lived that way. And then I see my clients uh, you know, that I work with my patients. Like when I was in the hospital, it's all about decisions. It's, mm-hmm. are you deciding to take care of yourself and and manage your diabetes properly? If you decide not to, then you are in the hospital and you're going to end up having to have vascular surgery. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, so it's life is all about decisions. And so what I do now as a coach is I work with executive women, professionals, uh, small business owners, and um, entrepreneurs in to, to really determine the direction of their life, really take control of deciding what their story looks like, making sure that they're the author of that story and not just letting other people grab the pen and run with it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so yeah, that it, all of that really led up to this, this program and this philosophy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I completely hear you when you say even back to the healthcare work that you were doing. Um, cause I was a physical therapist in a previous previous career yeah. works in the hospital. Very, yeah. very similar because it's like when you're working from a rehab standpoint, there's a, like the patients have to be on board. They have to make right. those decisions. And you are, you know, whether you're like that nurse or part of their healthcare team, helping them, helping to guide them through that process. So right. I love that. Yeah. Um, so tell us now how we've kind of gone through the journey a little bit more about the business you're running today, sure. the clients you're serving. I'd love to hear a little bit more and have you share with the audience more about the work you do. Absolutely. So my business is called Catalyst Life Coaching mm-hmm. and it was founded in July uh, or sorry, April of 21. Um, I was working full-time in my corporate job still then as a nurse mm-hmm. executive and, but really, like I said, felt a passion to do it. So um, in October of last year, I left my corporate job and took the jump because I really feel that, that strongly about the work that I do and the impact that I can make. So my, um, again, it's Catalyst Life Coaching and my, my mantra, my program is, is you decide. And, you know, I have it like on everything, which you've probably seen on social media, <laughs> yeah. but you decide on everything, um, is a great reminder. I bring my clients. I do one-on-one coaching 12 week program. I do retreats. I do workshops. Um, I actually have a, a book that I, that I'm co-authoring that's coming out in May. So I have a lot of great things going on in the business. And I bring my, my clients, like I said, executives, professionals, business owners, um, entrepreneur women that are either feeling stuck, uncertain, they have a decision they want to make, but they're not exactly sure how to go about Mm -hmm. making that decision. Or they just know that something, they want something to change and they aren't even exactly sure what it is, but they know that it needs to be something different. So I bring them through a journey of it's reset, reimagine and Mm reemerge. So the reset piece is what are the limiting beliefs that could be holding me back from becoming my best self from you know, the wealth that I desire, the love or relationships that I desire, whatever it is in their life, their career. You know, I have a lot of clients that are either um, 
really wanting to get to the next level in their career to director or senior director or own a business and they really want to pivot where their business is going, but that you're not exactly comfortable or sure. So, but understanding and limiting beliefs, you can alleviate those blocks that might be, you know, holding them back. And then we talk a lot about core values because there is, you cannot operate well, unless you truly understand who you are right now. Right. And what's important to you. And I always tell my clients, you know, the reason why we have to revisit core values often is, and I'm not, you know, probably yearly, I would say is because, you know, health may always be your, uh, one of your core values, but when you're 24, that might be six pack abs. Mm-hmm. That's what it might look like. And when you're 54, it might be getting off your cholesterol medication. So, you know, you have to evaluate what is important to me and what does that look like now? Mm-hmm. And so that's the reset portion. Then the reimagine is exactly what it sounds like is, okay, given now that I've really, un- I understand what's important to me, what can I, what do I want to imagine for my future in my career or my love or my wealth or whatever those things are. And then the last part is reemerge, which you can plan all day, but unless mm-hmm. you take action, it's not going to happen. Right. So the reemerge piece is, okay, you know what you want now, what you desire, you've been crystal clear about what that looks like. Now, what do you, what habits or behaviors or people or experiences do you need to start, stop, or continue in your life in order to be successful? And I have a whole, a whole, um, portion around, you know, how to change, like how change is not easy. What some real great strategies around change and then overlaying all of that. Like you mentioned, I law of attraction manifestation is, um, an integral part of my program. It's a a swim lane that runs parallel to all those kind of logistic actions. Mm -hmm. So in every, every piece, reset, reimagine, reemerge, um, we're talking about the different elements of law of attraction as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. And so the, the way that you walk your clients through that, it's so similar because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's one thing to start to uncover this stuff, to start to plan mm-hmm. the things, to start to just like visualize and start to see the things that you want, but it's that action step right? to start taking action as like that final piece to get things, get that momentum going, get things in, get things in the works, get things like that, taking those steps towards that thing is like, right. Telling the universe, like, I'm here for it. I, it's not exactly. just in my head. I'm mm-hmm. going to make it happen. Right. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a great program. I mean, my, my clients have had such amazing breakthroughs and, you know, some, some have like pivoted in a way they didn't even expect to when they first started working with me after doing the work. So it's wonderful. Yeah. 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 And it's very similar to like the clients that I work with as well. It's the human design aspect of it is uncovering more of like who you are. And when you have that clarity and understand yourself, that's almost like it's confirming, it's reaffirming. It's that permission slip to continue Mm. to step into those things that were always present. But then also what I've discovered too, with clients that that then have to take the action steps and it's, it's a tool, but it's a tool is only as good as what you make use of it is the action right. steps that you need to take. And then that's where some of those, like, like you mentioned, those limiting beliefs start to come mm-hmm. up. Those hesitations start to come up. So, um, I love how you have everything in that process. And in that framework that it's really taking people from that beginning of like, I really want this, this thing in my life. And how can you not just create the action plan to get there, but really work with the inner work that has to happen right. as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and like I said, my mantra of you decide fall, plays in through this whole thing. It's like, yeah. you know, you, the decisions that you make are 
creating your, like the decisions you've made in the past have created your current reality. And the decisions that you make today, tomorrow, this month, whatever, are creating the next chapter. So really, I feel like that whole concept, even though it's like you decide, it's like, well, no kidding. But it's so, if you really think about it, it's so empowering and it's so liberating when when my clients really like take that on and they're like, yeah, you're right. I do decide, yeah. you know, like, yeah. And, and it, I can decide to have this particular situation that seems really crappy. I could decide to have it put me in bed for a couple of days or, you know, go eat a, a chocolate cake, or I can decide that, learn from it, that situation, take what I need from it and let the rest go and yeah. move on. So yeah, it's empowering. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd also, so like, just to kind of dive in a little bit more, this kind of touches on your journey and your business where it's at today through the process of you being that entrepreneur and growing your, your coaching business to where you're at right now, like when you're looking back at some of the pivots and the shifts that you yourself have had to make, because I know just an entrepreneurship, it's, we all have to make shifts. We all have to pivot. Things don't always work out the way that we, the way that we thought they would. Um, has there ever been a time in your business where you had the strategy, you had the plan, but things just didn't necessarily go according to plan and how you yourself kind of pivoted through that. Yes, there definitely. So as I mentioned, I left my corporate job in October Yeah, and that, and I, I, I didn't hate my job. I just, it was, mm -hmm. I felt like it was time for me to do something different. Yeah, And that, that's where I always wanted to be in that exact seat that I was at director, mm -hmm. executive. executive. And when I, from I would say October through January, I had I, all the things you're talking about, the strategy, the, I had the networking mm -hmm. group, I had all the things and I was doing, I was, I, I was doing the work, right. Mm -hmm. But it didn't feel, I, I, I had to literally detox off of my corporate mentality. Mm -hmm. And that was probably the biggest pivot. The biggest learning I've had so far is, you know, I had to decide that mm -hmm. I was not going to worry about sitting at my computer at eight o'clock in the morning. And I, it was inappropriate and unnecessary for me to think that I had to be in my office until 6 PM. Like I'm doing this, I'm, I've created this business to provide value to women and help them change their lives. And, but I get to do it on my terms. Mm -hmm. And so, like I mentioned to you before we, we started recording, like yeah. yesterday I worked really hard. I got a lot of stuff done and mm -hmm. I spent three hours at the beach. I don't mm -hmm. have to be tied to this chair at this computer. I can grab my laptop and go to a coffee shop. I can meet up with another Femme City Femme and have mm -hmm. lunch and we can discuss strategy. And so it took me a while to get past that. Then that was probably my biggest pivot was changing that mentality. Yes. I love that. And how many of us have to decondition ourselves from that corporate setting Yeah, that we're so trained to clock in and sit and work X amount of hours, take your 30, 20, 30 minutes to eat yeah. something, come back and keep working. Yeah. I can say, I can just say for me too, that's always been a struggle because it's like, you're so trained to, this is how, and we almost tie a little bit of our worth to that, where yes. I am not doing this, following this schedule and I'm not working quote unquote, then I'm yeah. not being productive. And what does that, that, what does that say about ourselves and right. really put that on ourselves? And this is, this goes back to again, and I, I think this will resonate with you. This goes back to why it's so important to evaluate limiting beliefs and the stories we tell ourselves mm -hmm. because we, you know, I don't know if you've ever read the book, the big leap by mm -hmm. Gay Hendricks. And he talks about upper limit problems and our inner thermostat. Those are set 
like our tolerance for love, wealth, you know, success, whatever was set when we were kids and adolescents and maybe early twenties, right. By teachers and parents and culture and all the things. And that's what we were taught. So that's, that's what's there for us. Mm -hmm. And, and the awareness of the fact that that's how we look at it is key. Like at least Mm -hmm. being aware and then you can do something about it. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to understanding the right way that works for you. So like, you know, and I talk to my clients about this as well, when it comes to like setting up their, like their work structure too, because not all of us are designed to work the same way. So it's like for you taking that time off to, you know, work and then taking a little bit of time off and then coming back, you know, you likely are uniquely designed to be able to operate that way. Um, there's other people where they're designed to work like a little bit more focused for a little bit longer period of time, but then have more time off the next day or just however that looks for you. It varies from one business owner to the next. And it's really about finding what is most in alignment to you. Right. Because you get so much more done when you're in alignment. Yes. Yeah. Versus trying just being busy for the sake of being busy. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. And I do want to shift a little bit more to like looking ahead. So um, we've looked at kind of backwards, reflected a little bit on your journey. Um, but what are some of the bigger things that you see for your company, for your business? Um, what are some of, share a little bit about your bigger vision with the mm-hmm. work that you're doing. Yes. Oh, this gets me so excited <laughs> to even just talk about it. Cause I know that the more I talk about it, the more it gets out into the universe and more people are hearing it and it becomes true. So my um, vision is really to have a, you decide movement, like a community mm-hmm. of women that are empowered and are liberated and are, and are really on board with you know, you decide, like we get to decide what we want to do. And, and, and I see that morphing into, um, a, like I said, a community where women get together to talk about these things, right? It's mm-hmm. not just, you don't have to just coach with me. We're all very intelligent. Right. And I learn from my clients every single day. So having this community of, of like-minded women that empower each other, um, help each other make decisions, talk through th- these things. I see merchandise. Like I love, I love merchandise. I just do. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, journals and mugs and hats and like a 5k, that's like a, you decide 5k and we're all wearing the t-shirts. Like I want, I just want to uplift and have a community that just feels and and lives in their, in their sense of like empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had a, my first retreat a couple of weeks ago. And I'm having another retreat in Connecticut in October where it's absolutely so beautiful in Connecticut that time of year. And then another in Costa Rica next March. And so I see a lot of retreats occurring because that's very community. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see a lot more retreats and um, yeah. So I'll always continue to do my one-on-one because I love it. You know, I, I see in the future, maybe like VIP days that somebody might be like, I don't want to do 12 weeks, but come to me for the weekend and let's mm-hmm. hammer this out. So yeah, those, those are my thoughts. And of course a book, because who wouldn't want to, who don't, doesn't want right. to write a book. <laughs> right. Who doesn't want to write a book? I, so that whole movement, like, I love that idea of you decide because I can see it like that as you're talking about it and voicing it, like I can see it. I can, I can see the merchandise. I can see the hat. I can, but I can feel the community that you're going to be able, that you are going to pull together with just that simple phrase. And I almost feel what you say, like we're at a, a point in time 
where more of us, especially if like women, especially business owners at a point in time where we are craving that we are craving that, um, sense that permission to just be who we want to be, do the things we want to do and build an amazing life around those things. Right. Yes. I'm writing down craving permission because I love it. If you don't mind, you don't mind. (laughs) Yes. I'm so, yeah. And I'm speaking from, from, you know, my own truth is like, just, we're all craving those things. Yes. I love that. And I think we're, we are maybe a generation where we have lived with the old paradigms. We've lived with the old mindsets and we're kind of the first to just kind of wake up and say, what? (laughs) Wait. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is that time and time again, my clients, that's, you know, they're having this revelation around the same age too, which is so interesting. And that's where I go back to um, the big leap in that book. And and Gay Hendricks talks about the, the reasons why we might not strive for the next is because one of the reasons is potentially because we are going, we don't want to outshine our mother or our family, or we don't want to, you know, um, we'll feel guilty about not following the path that was suggested to us or, you know, encouraged. Mm-hmm. And that that's a big deal. And that's something to unpack, you yeah. know, like who, who is very comfortable if they surpass their parents' income mm-hmm. at a younger age. Yeah. you know, And of course the parents are probably like, I'm so proud of you. That's fantastic. But you still are like, Ooh, goodness. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So those are things yeah. that at this age, I think we're, we're dealing with for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love those thoughts. I love that where you see the work that you're doing going, the impact that you are kind of striving to create. And I, I feel like there's going to be more and more of us that emerge over, you know, in the coming like months or even now that are just yeah. we're all a lot of, at least for me, a lot of the women I talk to just, we're all on this mission to create not just a ripple effect, but great waves of change Yes, in the future. Yes. Oh, and I love that too, Jen. That's a good one. I did that one. I won't take credit for that was the previous guest that said, I said ripple effect and she said, yes, but let's create waves of change. I love that. Oh, that's powerful. That's so good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get, so I get inspired through these interviews too, just from meeting, um, all of you amazing, amazing women. So, um, so one thing just to kind of wrap things up a little bit with you is, um, this podcast, a lot of the audience members that listen to this podcast, they're number one, trying to create more um, alignment in their life. Uh, they're learning a little bit more about their human design or just other ways to create alignment um, in their life. And so I would love to know a little bit more from you just, and I know you mentioned before your projector to me when we were talking before, just your personal experience with human design. Um, have you leveraged it all a little bit or just share a little bit with the audience, your personal experience with human design. And it, it can be nothing too, if, if, if that's where you're at, but just, I'd love to know. Well, so when it was about two years ago that I was introduced to the concept, which is crazy mm-hmm. to think that it took that long. And I feel like that's something that should be taught and experienced and investigated when you're young, but, um, yeah. and, and I had a reading and, and I don't remember all of the things, but I ended up, like I told you, I bought books on it so I could read up more some of it, like right now, I can't recall. However, I will say, I do know that I'm a projector, which I was so disappointed because I wanted to be a manifesting generator so bad. Like I just, before I knew anything about it, I was like, the words just sounded fun, That's mm-hmm. silly, but I'm, I'm a projector. But as I read through things, I'm like, yes, Julie, you are. And then I know, um, and I, I don't know all the things like you do, but 
something, one of the areas, it, it, there was a whole thing in the book about decisions mm-hmm. and how I make decisions. And th- the word decision kept like coming up. And, and I thought to myself, because this was just a couple of weeks ago that I looked at it again. And I was like, well, of course my mantra is you decide. <laughs> Uh huh. Of course it is. Like, talk about. I mean, it's not even just alignment. It's like I didn't even know that was the thing, and it is. And I created it, and then I had a validation that. Well, yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you were. I think you um, mentioned back to me like you're this. So you're a projector, but you're a splenic projector. So that just means that your authority and the way that you decide is housed through your intuition. So like you are like your splenic center is like your, intu- your, it's your intuition, it's your instincts, it's your um, like survival center. So you are designed to just follow those dudges as they come to you. So like, even when you're telling me about your day yesterday too, where you worked a little bit in the morning, you got work done and then you just decided to go to the beach. Like that right there, like in the moment deciding to yeah. go. And not only that, like you being that projector to, to work space, go out and do something else and come back to work is so beautiful. So it's yeah, it's like, you're already like stepping into that ownership and that authority. Yeah. And of course, now that, you know, you and I have started speaking more, I'm, I can't wait to just dig deeper into it because mm-hmm. I think again, this is, well, this is what you do, right? The more mm-hmm. I understand it, the more aligned I'll be, or the more validation I'll have to be mm-hmm. like, well, no kidding. Like, yeah, okay, now I know why I am that way. Or, you know, it's so I, yeah, I'm excited to dig deeper with you. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, so thank you, um, Julie, again, for joining us for this episode, um, of the podcast and, um, guys, if you're hanging out listening, Julie, will be back. Stay tuned. We're going to dive into a little bit deeper Q and a segment after this. Um, and we'll chat more a little bit with Julie and really dive a little bit deeper into some of the things that she does and continue this amazing conversation. So we'll see you in a minute. All right. Welcome back to this deeper dive Q&A segment with Julie Allison on the Your Business in HD podcast. Julie has so graciously um, come back to visit with us again, and we're going to dive a little bit deeper into learning a little bit more about who she is, how she helps and serves others, um, and just get into a little bit more of a a conversation with her. And um, I always love what comes from these deeper conversations, a little bit more casual. So thank you again, Julie, for joining us. Of course. Yes. Thanks for having me. Um, Yeah. So I am excited. One of the things I just want to kick off with is with the work that you do. I know you and I very much speak the same language. We're very much aligned in in the way that we serve um, the clients that we work with. I would love for you to share with the audience a little bit more about one of the favorite ways that you love to work with your clients. What truly lights you up either about a certain offer that you have or a certain piece of the work that you do, what really like just fuels your soul with your clients. Um, anytime a client has a breakthrough of any sort, you know, where, cause I, I always tell my clients, like I'm here to hold space for you and I'm here to, um, really listen to what you're saying and ask you the right questions because everything that you need is already in you. It's just neat. hasn't been brought out into the world yet, right? Whether it's a decision or a revelation about a thought process or what have you. So when I have clients that are, have breakthroughs and they just sit there and are like, wow, I never, I didn't realize I felt that way, or I didn't know where that came from, or, oh, I really know what to do next. Like I, and they are figuring it out with my facilitation. Um, that lights me up. Absolutely. And then the second piece of the work that I do that I, 
absolutely love is um, holding retreats. And the reason for that is because, you know, the, my clients, my guests, the people I'm hosting are getting away from their everyday life. And that's where there's such power in that because there's, you know, when we're home, we've got significant others or children or, you know, responsibilities, laundry, you name it, right? Phones ringing, whatever. And when you step into that retreat space and, and you're, you don't have any of that going on, you can really dig deep and reflect and take the time for yourself and to really understand who you are in this, at this moment in time and what it is that you really want. So that to me is magic as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And yeah, I know you do the retreats and I'd love for you to share because you just hosted one not too long ago in Florida. So I would love for you to share a little bit more about the retreats that you host um, and the ways that you like to, I guess, make them your own unique retreats Mm -hmm. for the clients that come to those. Just share with us the experience that you provide. Sure. So, um, well, so I, I, it's pretty eclectic from, um, um, a location perspective. So my first retreat was in Boca in Florida, like you said, Mm -hmm. My second retreat is going to be in Connecticut in October. So that, and it's going to be in an Airbnb. So it's a completely different vibe, right? Cause it's going to be autumn and the leaves and the house, the Airbnb that I got is, you know, tons of windows on a lot of land. And so that's going to be a different feel. And then in March, I'm hosting one in Costa Rica. So completely different vibe. Mm-hmm. However, the content and what my um, guests walk away with is the same regardless of environment. So Um, I walk them through my kind of you decide framework, which is reset, reimagine and reemerge. And so they, my clients walk away with, you know, they've, they've done the work on reset, which is who am I? What's important to me? What are my core values at this particular point in my life? What potential limiting beliefs or blocks do I have that could prevent me from going to the next moving forward with what I want? The reimagine is we talk a lot about law of attraction, manifestation. We talk about the power of imagination. We talk about, you know, really having a, a clear vision of what it is that you want and really, you know, making sure we're dreaming big and not within the confines of where we think we're supposed to be, but really like if there was no way to fail and if the, and because the universe is an infinite Amazon warehouse, what is it <laughs> that you really want? So we do a lot of like vision boarding, using Pinterest as a, um, like a tool to just like play, right? Like it's, we don't play as adults. And then the reemerge part is, um, okay. So now that we know all this, what do we need to do? Because you can't, you can plan and you can brainstorm and you can do all this work, read all the, all the personal development and everything. But unless you put an action plan in place, nothing's going to happen. So we work a lot on what are the actions? What are the habits you need to support those actions, what things do, may, do you maybe need to start, stop, or continue? And and then the it's the accountability post-retreat that I offer also, um, you know, sessions after the retreat to say, are you on track? Is there anything, any support that you need? And so, yeah, it's it's great because it's, you know, you take this time, you go away, you, you do this work, and then you come out with a plan, not just, oh, I feel rested. It's like, I have something tangible I can actually do. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you include the accountability. You mentioned accountability post retreat Yes, there. I don't know that I like events or conferences or other, even other retreats that I've been to had to have not had that component of that accountability because most of us go to these things, whether it's a conference or an event or a retreat, and then 
we, you almost lose that momentum without right. that accountability, right? Yeah, because you're so excited, right? I've done it too. I you, you come home with a binder from a conference and you're like, yes, I'm gonna change the whole entire world. And then you get back into your day-to-day routine. No one's no one's you know poking you on the shoulder saying, Hey, how you doing with those things you said you're gonna do? So yeah, so I offer um what I'm currently offering is I offer two hours of post-retreat coaching and the um the guests get can decide if they want that to be an hour to one hour sessions or four 30 minute sessions. So yeah. And it works because they're like, I'm so glad we're meeting because, you know, I knew, I knew to stay on track with these things and, and the changes that they're making in their lives is just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you really kind of really encompass all of the pieces that are needed for that manifestation or for that, all of that mm-hmm. stuff to kind of come into fruition into your lives. And so you have to have that big vision. You have to see those things. You have to believe yeah. it. And then you have to take action and it's not just taking action here and there. It's having that accountability and that, that structure to actually get the things done that you said you were going to get done so that you can exactly get the things you want. Right. 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 You know, and my, my mantra truly is you decide. Mm-hmm. And so go, that's from beginning to end full circle is you decide, you know, what it is that you do want. You decide if you're going to do the work, you decide if you're not going to do the work. You decide how big your changes are, but there's a very, um, like powerful, um, responsibility. I feel like when, when you really do understand that it's you, you decide, right. It's like, I'm responsible for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And guys, as you're listening to this episode, um, I may, I will drop Julie's information in the comments. I know as you're running these retreats, it'll be likely updated on your website and everything. So people can get more information on how to get involved, how to Mm -hmm. connect with you a little bit more. So this is like, this is something like I said before, it's, you don't see this every day with retreats or conferences is that, that follow-up, that accountability and that immersive experience that you're describing. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to kind of shift a little bit, um, and, uh, talk about, like we talked about, your, the clients that you're serving, the retreats that you're doing, but I'd love to dive a little bit deeper into, like, I use the term soul aligned clients. So when you're talking about like these retreats or the, the coach, the coaching containers that you offer, who are those soul aligned clients that truly like also fuel your soul and kind of light that fire in you as well? Um, so I, thinking about like my basic demographic dream of clients. Yeah. Like yeah. your dream clients. Yeah. Yeah. So all my clients I've had so far have been my dream clients, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> I think that's what happens, right? Like attracts like, and mm-hmm. so what you're the, the energy you're putting out there is the energy you're going to receive. So my um, clients almost exclusively have been um, middle-aged women. Like I'm going to say, I'm going to use a wide range. We're going to go 35 to 65 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are executives, professionals, business owners, entrepreneurs that are, um, you know, ready to get to the next level, deciding that they are like, okay, what is, what is next for me? The words that my clients use are stuck, um, um, unclear at a crossroads, feeling a transformation. And, um, and again, like that getting to the next level doesn't necessarily mean a million dollars and a seat at the table as a CEO. For some of my clients, it's I've worked really hard and I've had a, I've had have a wonderful career. I would like to make a shift in my career and be looking towards how am I going to um, ensure that I'm 
having the best work-life balance right now because X, Y, and Z, right? It could mm-hmm. be that. It doesn't, your next level does not necessarily have to mean that you're, you know, getting more of everything. It could be, I want to slow down a little bit and spend more time in my garden. And, mm-hmm. and again, when we talk through our core values, that's where that comes out. Work-life balance might be the priority. So anyway, going back is clients that, you know, like I said, it's, it's women that are in those types of roles that are looking also saying, Hey, listen, I don't know that I like, we're getting to the age myself included where maybe I have another 48 years, Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe I don't. Right. So like, what is it, what is on, on my heart that maybe I haven't listened to before and that I want to listen to now. And so it's, it's that people like women in that phase in their life. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. 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 And it's the ones that are ready to take that action too, that are, yes. expressing that they they're feeling that they know that they need that support and they're ready to actually take the action. Yes. Yes. Or, and also sometimes they come and they're like, I'm just like afraid of of doing this work. And it's like, yeah, okay, that's good. Let's, let's work with that. You know, you don't, you're not always ready, ready. Sometimes it's like, Oh, I, I feel like I I am like, there's that kind of churning. It's like, Mm -hmm. there's something that needs to happen or that's going to happen. And, you know, so I help them work through that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know like same thing with, with the clients that I work with too. It's one thing to like, look at your human design, uncover pieces of your chart and understand like I'm what your type is. It's a whole other thing to actually take a look at your gifts, your talents and your strengths mm-hmm. and do the things you need to do to step into those. Because right. so many of us come into like, we're, we're existing today, carrying um, just things that are holding us back, tying us back to the past. And so it's like, that's one of those things too, where I run into that as well with my clients, where it's, there's, there's just that, uh, that mindset work. Sometimes the most successful people too, it doesn't matter where you're at in business, what your level is. We're all human and yep. we all have these, diff- we each have our own struggles. And so I love that it's, there's parallels too that you do that. A lot of that mindset work with your clients too. Yeah. And I love what you just said about how, um, you know, people have these gifts that maybe they're either afraid to uncover or, Mm -hmm. you know, don't have just for whatever reason, aren't bringing them out into the world. And Mm -hmm. just last week, I, you know, posted a quote that says, um, it is your duty to bring into the world that which only you can, right. Mm -hmm. It's it's a responsibility. Mm -hmm. If it was placed within you in your heart, in your design, in whatever, it's like, it it was there for a reason. So yeah bring it out to the world. Yes. That needs to be a quote somewhere. It is your duty to bring out into the world that in which you can't like that is, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's on my, my, um, my uh, social media. If you want to go grab it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you already quoted it. Yeah. So that's beautiful. I love how you, how you phrase that. Cause we are responsible for sharing our gifts with the world, regardless of what we think we should or shouldn't do, or other people tell us we should or shouldn't do. Right. It's like, it's, it's time to like, step into that light, shine it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think too, that many times, and, and I'm going to use women as an example, just because that's primarily what, who I work with, but there's an element of permission. I think mm-hmm. that in my experience that, that I, I sense from my clients and I don't give them permission. Nobody can like, that's what I say. You don't need permission from anyone mm-hmm. or anything. If it's, if something's on your heart to do. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's really having that conversation about, you don't need the permission. You mm-hmm. have it. You need to give right. yourself that permission. It doesn't come externally. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So powerful. So true to stop looking outside of yourself. 
for that validation. Everything is within. Yes. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, so shifting gears just a little bit. Um, one question I love to, to ask is if time and money were no issue. So this kind of relates to like, if you could not fail that bigger vision question, you ask your clients. Um, so like if time and money were no issue and you could create whatever you wanted, what, what would your business look like? Would it change? Would it stay the same? You know, the, what would be different is, mm -hmm. and it'll get there because uh, I'm, you know, what, two, a year and a half into the business mm -hmm. and just really six months of full time. Mm -hmm. Um, I will be doing retreats all over. Like that's my heart mm -hmm. and soul. Like I will be doing retreats very consistently. Um, once a month, I don't even know, but you know, I envision bringing people to, um, Italy or, you know, France or wherever the Caribbean, wherever mm -hmm. it is, um, to have those, again, it's this, it's the same content and outcomes and fabulous experience just in different places. Cause people like different areas mm -hmm. to travel to as well. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I see that mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. 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 I love that. And the way you talked about your retreats too, you could tell how much they light you up and how much they, they really are something you love to do. So doing more of those, mm -hmm in the future. That's so exciting. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. Yeah, sure. Um, all right. So last question, just kind of wrap us up. I love to get a little bit of just insights into, um, like when you're considering whether it's for your own personal self or for your business, but when you're considering making an investment for growth or just like your, like I said, your own personal self or in your business, um, what are some of the things that you look for when it comes to making those decisions to invest for growth, for moving forward? Because I think a lot of the, the, um, audience members that are tuning in are also in those phases of different phases of growth. And as we grow, we look at how we're going to invest our time, our energy and our money differently. So how do you go about making those decisions when it comes to just different investments in yourself or your business? So I really kind of take my own medicine in that respect, mm -hmm. right? My mantra being you decide. So if there's something, yes. whether it's like you said, a, a time, energy, money investment, I need to make sure it's aligned with my core values for myself mm -hmm. and for my business. Um, I need to, uh, so that's first and foremost, because if it's not aligned, then it's, it's just a heck no. Um, and then also look at what is that, what can I expect the outcome to be? Right. So is this, is, are there clear results that I'm going to get from putting my time, money, or energy into whatever this particular investment is? Um, and then there's always that element of just like gut, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it's a thing, right? It's like, mm, what am I feeling here? But I, I, but I go through that process first or mm -hmm. sometimes truth be told, you just know. Right. Right. You just, you just know, and you don't have to go through the process, but if I'm on the fence, then it, you know, I go through the core values. I understand if it's aligned and what the results will be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think too, like, as we grow the lens in which we look at those different things shifts, because I think Absolutely. when you, when you first start out, like I know for myself, when I first started or even earlier in my business, it was like, I need this and I have to have this. So it's almost like you kind of collect all of the mm -hmm. things and then you end up in this cycle of knowledge and learning, but you have to like break out of it at that point to like implement. And I think the more you grow in your business and you implement, 
you start to focus in and hone in on the things that you know, like relate to your core values are important to you are going to help you get to where you want to go. Yes. And you almost start to tune out the things that, you know, you know, in your heart and in your gut aren't going to help you get there. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're, and you're, I love what you said about the lens. Cause that really is it. That's you look at it through your present situation, your current core values, which evolve and change. And that's the, and so that lens, when it changes certainly will help you to make the decision that's right for you at the time. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think as you grow, you just get a little bit more, you, you really get better at honing in because that lens is like, that lens is a little bit more clearer because you know, what's going to help you get there. You also know more of what's going to be required of you right. and what, how you can show up for that particular, whether it's a personal investment or if it's a business or if it's your time, anything like that. Um, you just become a little bit more, I think, savvy about absolutely mm-hmm. what's going to work for you. Right. Cause in the very beginning, everything seems like it's absolutely the best mm-hmm. idea and you absolutely have to do it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yes. I've sure. fallen into that trap early, like <laughs> six months ago. So yeah. 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 The same. <clears throat> and I think I feel like probably about end of like middle to end of last year, I went through a phase where I had all the things and I just started to like slide things off my plate, declutter and focus in on the things that really meant the most to me. Yeah. Well, um, one book I read, um, the breakthrough code, um, one of the not suggestions, but one of the concepts is focus and obsess. And, and it, sometimes that word obsess is a little much, but it's, it, it doesn't mean it in the sense of like, so that everything else falls by the wayside, but like, what is the thing or the things that are like super imperative that you're focusing on to grow your business, to serve your, your community, et cetera. And then make sure, like you said, get rid of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's an obsess on that because that's where, when you're going to be successful in serving and all that, if you dilute it because you're doing too many things, it's not going to have yeah. the same impact. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. We'll have to, I'll have to check that book out too. You said it was the break, the breakthrough code breakthrough code. Okay. I think his last name is McCarthy. Okay. I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can find it too, but, um, thank you so much, Julie, for joining me for this, um, follow-up, this little deeper dive, this little, this deeper chat to learn more about you, what lights you up in the work you do. And that's some of the amazing things that you have going on. So guys, if you're listening to this episode, I'm going to drop the links in the show notes of how you can get in touch with Julie, follow her, see what she's got going on with these retreats she's got coming up. Um, and she's an amazing person to connect with and connect to with her, you decide movement. So I know I love following you and I love like seeing what you've got going on and you're such an inspiration. So thank you again for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been fun. Yes. Yes. All right, everyone. So, um, we will catch you all on the next episode of your business in HD. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss a beat with me. And if you're ready to get started living your life and building a business by your human design, grab my free human design starter guide. Just head over to jendice.co backslash HD start. That is J-E-N-D-Y-S dot C-O backslash HD start to grab your free guide and get started. Thank you so much again for joining me and I will catch you next time. Bye now.